The following is a recording of the Eitaikyo Perpetual Memorial Service for the Southern Alameda County Buddhist Church on November 14, 2021. <laughs> Oh God. 
Thank you, Sensei. Um, we'll hear the Gatha say Namo Amidabutsu again before Sensei introduces our guest speaker, Reverend Bridge.
Good morning, everyone. Uh, thank you very much uh, for coming uh, to today's service. Sorry about the uh, reading and stuff. I forgot that the mic was over there. Uh, so, uh, and uh, some typical technical difficulties that I'm still trying to get used to. Uh, but anyway, um, today is the, our eight Aikyo service. And uh, today we have a very special guest speaker today <coughs> for, uh, coming locally from the Oakland Buddhist Church. And I'd like to just kind of introduce you uh, to Reverend Harry Bridge. He is the resident minister of the Buddhist Church of Oakland, uh, and he spent his youth in both the United States and in Japan, and encountered Buddhism uh, during college. He went on to study Jodo Shinshu Buddhism at the Institute of Buddhist Studies in Berkeley, uh, and, and, uh, and went to Ryukoku University in Kyoto. So in addition to being a temple minister, he's an associate professor and, uh, the, Buddhist ministry in, and the Buddhist ministry program director, uh, coordinator at the Institute of Buddhist Studies and is currently the chairperson, or what's called Gicho in Japanese, of the Ministers Association of the Buddhist Churches of America. A very tough job. <laughs> uh, he also plays the uh, bass guitar, and he loves cats in his uh, free time, and he lives in Oakland with his wife, Mika-san, and, and his 22-year-old cat, uh, Kismet. Did I, did I say that right? Kismet? Okay, Kismet-san. And uh, uh, let's see. Can, 
uh, let's see. So uh, uh, Harry Bridget Sensei and I, we go kind of back and, uh, you know, we're drinking buddies and uh, we even had a couple jam sessions. And so um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's very nice to invite Bridget Sensei over to our temple. And he's uh, invited me over to the Oakland Temple some, some years ago. So I, I'm really um, uh, fond of, of Sensei and, uh, and I, I look forward to his message today. So without further ado, Sensei, Hey, thank you very much uh, for the introduction, uh, Miyagi Sensei, and thank you everyone for having me. It's really a wonderful opportunity to get to speak to you today. Um, I'd like to talk to Dharma School first, and it is our Eitai Kyo service, and um, Eitai Kyo means like the perpetual chanting of the sutras. It's like a perpetual memorial service. But what does perpetual mean? <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's kind of an adjective, but even the noun doesn't, isn't that common a word, perpetuity, I think would be the word, right? And so um, another word I thought of that we might be able to think of this um, perpetual kind of idea is eternity. Eternity is big word, right? And it basically means forever, forever, ever and ever and ever. Maybe a, um, another word we could think of, infinity, right? Infinity. So trying to think about, um, you know, what do we want to do for, what does Eitai Kyo tell us? Well, we want the temple to be here forever is one way to think about it, right? We want the temple in the future to be here forever. So even though we're here now, we're thinking about the future. But we also think about the past, right? When we do Eitai Kyo, we're also thinking about uh, our loved ones who've passed away, and so they're not here with us anymore. Uh, and yet we remember them, right? So we have the future, the present, and the past. So I came up with an idea to try and illustrate this idea of, and normally we think past, present, future, right? But, but maybe we can think of it future, present, past, because I was thinking I would share pictures of myself. And I don't have any pictures of myself from the future. That'd be kind of cool. I think we can do that. There's apps that will do that. You can see what you might look like in the future, but I don't have those apps. So I, I don't have that part. The present, you're looking at it right now. Here I am, I'm right here. This is the present. I might be a couple seconds behind because of the time lag with the internet and everything, but basically this is present. Um, but then I came up with some pictures uh, from my past. So let me share those with you. So Eitai Kyo, here we are. And then here we go, it's me, pew. So this is the oldest picture I have of myself. I believe this is right after I was born <laughs> and the nurse is holding me up for the picture. Um, so that is just about 51 years ago because my birthday was last month. So there I am. And then here's another one. There I am, look at my curly hair. See, I had curly hair back then too and I have it now. Uh, so that's um, this picture. And then, oh, we fast forward. Uh, this is maybe ninth grade and high school. And there I am. Um, Miyagi Sensei said I play bass. And so that's me playing my bass. Right. And then we move ahead forward. Oh, this is like 20 years after that. This is still, um, this is 20 years ago, 2002. Um, but here I am playing my bass. So these are pictures of me right through time. Um, my past, but different times of my past. But then I realized, why am I showing pictures of me? I guess that's kind of my um, narcissistic side, right? That um, a lot of times when I think of the past, I think of my past. But I think it'd be better maybe to think more about Eitai Kyo. Instead of just picture of me, 
this is better. This is me playing with my band. But here's a picture with my band, right? This is from uh, 20 years ago, 2002. Um, there I am, um, second from the left. Uh, and here's a keyboardist and the, my best friend, Greg, one of my best friends, a drummer and Gary, the guitar player. Uh, I'm still in touch with all of them. Um, but instead of just a picture of me, right? Maybe it's better to think about me and my band because it's because of my band that I'm able to play bass. So even still going back, we're going backwards again, right? So here is me in high school playing bass, but better than that, my band in high school, one of my bands in high school. There I am on the left, second from the left. Um, and you know, bass is actually a very lonely instrument if you just play it by yourself, but it's so important in a band. And then with the band, it allows me to be a bass player. I'm really only a bass player because of others. So you can think of the same thing. See, I didn't play sports. So that's, if you did your version of this, you might have sports, you might have all kinds of stuff, you know, your own life. Um, but if you play sports, right, you know, there's sports where it's just you, but like tennis, I guess, but you still need someone to play against, right? So that even, um, even in a team, like a kind of single team, not a team sport, but an individual sport, but you still need someone to play against. Let's see what else we got. Going back further. Okay, yeah, when I was a little kid, right? And this picture's cute and I can show, you know, show off my curly hair um, and my little sailor outfit. Um, but better than that, me and my dad, right? So here's me and my, me and my dad in our yukata. Uh, this, you know, this is almost, almost 50 years ago. Uh, and if I think about it, uh, next month, my dad will have been gone for 20 years. So this picture is so special to me, right? As, as much, you know, as fun as this picture is, this picture is more meaningful because it's not just me. It's me and my dad. Here's me as a baby, right? Um, and, and it's, you know, it's, it's pretty neat picture, right? If, if that really is me right after I was born, I don't not many people have a picture like that, right? But the picture I like better, here's me in the middle with my mom on the right and my grandmother. Uh, I don't, I don't think I have this picture. This was, um, I, this is at uh, my mom's home village, the home in, in Iwate Ken. And here's another picture. This is my grandmother. There's me. I'm not sure who this is. She's like a family friend or something, but this is my grandfather. So look at that. My Ba-chan and Ji-chan. Uh, my grandma and grandpa and me in some little um, bear suit or something. Right. So thinking about my life, isn't just thinking about me. Thinking about my life, I also wanna think about my mother, my father, my grandmother, my grandfather, all kinds of people, even great-grandmother, great-grandfather. I just saw this picture for the first time a few years ago. Um, this is an old picture, huh? This is not my grandparents, this is my great-grandparents in Japan. Uh, probably in Iwate. Um, so, you know, part of me is like, you know, why share pictures just of me? It made me realize, no, it's not just me. It's me and others, whether it's my friends or bandmates or teammates, right? Or my family, 
my parents, my, you know, my other family members, and, you know, going back and back, you might not even have met some of your family members. They might be on the Eitaikyo list, but maybe you never met your, your, um, I never met my father's mother and father. I only met my mother's mother and father. So I only met one set of grandparents. I never met those other grandparents, but they're still my grandparents, even though I never met them. Um, I'm still a grandson to them, right? So these relationships are so important and they're so, they're a part of who I am, right? In America, in the West, we think, I, who am I? I'm me. But in Buddhism, who am I? Well, who am I thinking of? When I'm playing bass in my band, I'm a bass player, but it's because of my band and the audience that I can do that. If you're playing on a team, right, you're a basketball player or a baseball player or whatever, but it's only because of your team, the other teammates, the parents and friends supporting you, watching, right, that who I am depends on others. And so at this time of Eitaikyo, right, we're thinking, one, we, we want to appreciate the temple so much because we learn about Buddhism, uh, we learn about the Dharma, right, and we can, uh, you know, go to services, but it's also so that I can learn about myself. It's also so that I can remember and honor uh, my loved ones uh, who've passed away, right, even those maybe, um, I wasn't going to say especially, I think they're all so important, right, to remember uh, these loved ones. So I was kind of thinking to, to, to sum up past, present, future, or future, present, past, which one's most important? Right? What do you think is the most important one? A lot of times in Buddhism, they'll say now, right? The present, this present moment, so important. Don't get stuck in the past. Don't be so worried about the future that you don't even realize what's happening now, right? So now maybe is most important. I think the past is important too. And I think it's good uh, to learn from and remember the past, right? And appreciate those who came before us. Appreciate your parents, appreciate your grandparents, appreciate all those people, right? That made my life possible. I was gonna say your life, but I'm gonna put it in terms of me, my life possible, only because of others, right? So the past is important too. Don't get stuck in the past, but don't forget it either. And then the future, I think, is important too, right? Don't worry too much about the future, but it's good to have goals. It's good to have dreams. You know, sometimes dreams come true. Not, not all of them do. Sometimes your dreams change, though, too, right? So we do want to keep an eye on the future and think about, wow, what do I want to do at some point? Where do I want to go? Where do I want to be in 10 years or 20 years? Or what do I want to be when I grow up or whatever? We can think about those things, right? And have uh, these goals and dreams and aspire for the future. So thank you very much uh, for to our Dharma School students for our Eitaikyo service as uh, we, you know, we want to think about the future and make sure the temple is here um, for, for us in the future and for generations coming. Um, and also remembering uh, the past and remembering uh, our loved ones as we live our lives now. So why don't we conclude a Dharma school talk with Gasho. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Okay, well, thank you very much. I think I'll uh, get back into the, the Dharma, uh, the adult Dharma message. So um, we'd like to continue on with uh, Bruce Sensei's uh, adult message. Sensei, let's go Thank you. Okay, um, I'm back. 
I didn't really leave, but um, we're back for the adult portion. Uh, and so why don't we begin with Gasho. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Okay, well, um, thank you once again. Uh, here thinking about a Tai Kyo. And I was thinking, kind of like I, 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 you know, kind of like the, the, the um, Dharma school talk. Part of Eitai Kyo, I think is appreciation of the Dharma, right? And appreciation for the temple, right? The temple kind of as a building in a way, but especially the Hondo and the Naijin and, you know, the, um, this is really the core of our temples, right? Without the Buddha hall, without uh, Buddha image, it's not a temple anymore. It's 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 something else. Um, but the the and as important that doesn't mean it's the only part, right? There's other parts of the temple too: kitchen, um, stage, right? That there's all the gathering area where we can sit together and eat and talk. Of course, those are important parts. But the core is to me the hondo, the naijin, the Buddha image, right? And so so part of a taikyo is this appreciation of that and wanting to have that available in perpetuity, right? For eternity, which is kind of hyperbolic maybe, but you know, we understand this, right? For future generations, we wanna have the temple continue. Um, so that's one important part of Eitaikyo, but it is tied to deceased loved ones, right? And that um, the Eitaikyo list, right? Is uh, in honor of loved ones who've passed. Now, I don't know if your temple does it. We actually do um, pre-need Eitaikyo. <laughs> uh, if you've ever had to deal with a funeral home, you've heard the term pre-need, right? You buy your funeral package in advance, right? For, so that someone else doesn't have to worry. So we do have, we do let our members do that. They, they um, make a donation so that when they pass in the future, their name will be on there. But I think that's not the, the norm, right? Usually it's for um, someone who's passed away. So those are to me kind of two important aspects of Eitaikyo, right? This appreciation of the Dharma and the temple uh, and gratitude to our deceased loved ones. So you might notice both are to me kind of this gratitude or appreciation. Um, I've been thinking, I'm, I'm sure I'd, I'm not the first, but, but this time of year, you know, normally if we're just out in the world, we think it's, we're getting, we're coming up on the holiday season. Right? which is good in a way, holiday, I like holidays if it means I don't have to go to work or go to school, right? But holidays can be hard too. There's a lot of pressure and, um, you know, it, it can be lonely if you don't have family around, right? If you don't have someone to celebrate with. So holidays, I think holiday season brings up a lot of different things for different people. But I've come to think of it more as the gratitude season. And I used to think of it being stretching from Thanksgiving which is our, you know, USA uh, holiday, right? But the, where we're Thanksgiving, giving thanks, gratitude, right? It's, it's built into the name, although we may not be sure what we're supposed to be thankful for. But Thanksgiving, go through whichever winter holiday you do, <laughs> um, getting up to New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, right? And the importance of New Year's for many, for this gathering of family, uh, and then Ho'onko, right? The Shinran Shonin's memorial service. And ho on ko, ko is gathering, ho on. Normally, 
in modern Japanese, if you, what's the word for gratitude? And you think kansha, right? Kansha is kind of the modern Japanese word for gratitude. But in, in Jodo Shinshu, I think ho om is maybe a better term to think of. On means compassion or benevolence. Ho, in this case, it doesn't mean dharma. The ho, in this case, means to repay, to respond. So responding to the benevolence. For ho on go, it's responding to the benevolence of Shinran Shonin. But Shinran himself uses these concepts. And for him, it's uh, to Amida Buddha especially, but also the masters who passed on the teachings. So this ho om is, it's not just, oh, I feel so grateful. Right? It's, wow, this is amazing. My life is different now. What am I going to do? I got to give back. So, so this idea of gratitude is also kind of how we live as Shin Buddhists. The, the, the neat thing I realized, though, is today, maybe gratitude season can start today with Eitai Kyo, because Eitai Kyo is also about gratitude. But if we want to back it up even further, how about um, Keiro Kai? Do you do your Keiro Kai in October? We do ours in October. So, so it's like, okay, we keep pushing it back, right? Um, how about Obon? <laughs> Basically, the whole year can be gratitude season. But, you know, it, thinking about the holiday season, like to rethink the holidays, right? And maybe uh, we can rethink them as kind of this gratitude season. Now, gratitude, another way to think about gratitude as well, what's the opposite? What's the opposite of gratitude? And um, one is to take for granted, right? Rather than feeling grateful, to take it for granted. Um, another word I just thought of today, how about entitlement? I'm entitled to this, right? And so maybe if we think about it in terms of food, right? I think a lot of times in America, um, you know, you pay for your food and it's like, hey, I paid for it. It's mine now. I can do what I want. If I want to throw it away, if I want to play with it, throw it around, I can do what I want because it's mine. I paid for it, right? The value of it is in the dollars that I paid. Right? And I feel entitled to do what I want. That's, I think, kind of the, the worst of the American way, right? America at its worst is just take stuff for granted, feel entitled, um, and um, think, and, and the value being monetary value. Buddhist way is itadakimasu, right? This food comes and realize, wow, amazing. This food, what, what a treasure. Someone prepared it for me, so I didn't have to do it. I didn't even have to go and pick it up. Someone brought it to me. They gave me utensils. They refilled my drink, right? But someone cooked it in the back. And then, you know, people had to go and bring all those ingredients to the, to the, to the um, kitchen, those ingredients had to be made, right, by, by um, whether, you know, factory or whatever. And living beings gave their lives. If I'm eating meat, certainly, right, the cow, the pig, the chicken, the fish. Um, but even the plants, right? the plants were living too. So when we say itadakimasu, that's part of what we're doing. We're expressing our gratitude for this meal, this incredible meal. I'm not entitled to it. It's this amazing treasure with so many causes and conditions behind it. My teacher, um, my chanting teacher, Haruyoshi Kusada Sensei, um, 
he taught chanting to generations of ministers. And we went out to lunch one day and one of the other students who um, had studied Japanese, but you know, didn't know, thought he knew more than he did, I think. And he said his teacher, um, when he asked his teacher, what does itadakimasu mean? The teacher said, he's telling Kusada-sensei, the teacher said, it doesn't mean anything. It's just what Japanese people say before they eat. And Kusada-sensei said, no, itadakimasu is gratitude to the entire universe. And the other guy says, no, my teacher said it doesn't mean anything. Japanese people don't mean anything when they say it. And Kusada, uh, yeah, Kusada-sensei goes, no, it's gratitude to the entire universe. Like I said, all those steps, but even the cow ate grass. The grass was nourished by the sun, the earth, the water. So my meal is also the earth, the clouds, the sky, the sun all the way back to the Big Bang. If that was the only one, it goes back even further according to Indian cosmology, right? So all those things are in this meal that I'm eating now. Not just something I'm entitled to, not something to take for granted, but something um, amazing. Itadakimasu, right? To, to hold, I hate to say it too much because we might get hungry, right? We're getting close to lunchtime, but, but it's just such a good example. I know, you know, I wish there was a word we could use in English because it's a Japanese word, it's not that easy to say. You can remember it, eat a duck and mouse, but you know, um, maybe, you know, maybe that's not the best words to use either to remember it. But, but you know, I wish we had a word in, in um, English that we could say. I say, may we be mindful of and grateful for all the causes and conditions that make this meal possible. But that's too unwieldy, right? It's, 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 I think it's, it's, so, it's such a great word, itadakimasu. It does seem like a kind of a, a, a magic word in a way, you know, and it seems kind of like, okay, let's eat, itadakimasu, let's eat, go ahead, dozo, right? Um, but it's, it's, ideally, it's an expression of this gratitude. And it's funny, sometimes, you know, it will be at a gathering or whatever. And it, I mean, I don't think most my temple members say it, to be honest. They need me to say it first, right? Like at a temple gathering. So sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to say it. Do your own itadakimasu. Stop being the, the parrot, you know, say it yourself, say it um, on your own, right? Um, and yet often we say it automatically, even if we do say it, or, oh, I forgot to say itadakimasu, darn, right? But you know what? I worry sometimes about gratitude as a practice, like somehow you should have gratitude. Say itadakimasu. Right? You, what are you doing? You should have gratitude. Why don't you? Or me telling you, say it. And maybe it's important to, 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 to get kind of in the habit of, of saying it. Right? But if I tell you, you must have gratitude. If you're anything like me, you're not gonna. Just in daily life, walking around. I take so much for granted if I'm honest with myself. Right? If I really look at myself, um, I'm not walking around with gratitude all the time, walking around totally aware of Buddha's wisdom and compassion and trying to figure out how do I repay it? How do I repay it? I got to help everybody. I gotta... That's not what I do. That if I'm really honest with myself, that despite the fact that I have so much to be grateful for, I'm not walking around grateful 24-7. So if gratitude is a practice, if you're supposed to have gratitude, I'm going to fail. But fortunately, I'm Jodo Shinshu. 
Right? And Jodo Shinshu uh, is not about acting a certain way. It's not about doing certain things. It's not about being a certain kind of person. It's not about being a good person. It's not about being, a, in, in, traditionally you had to be a man. Maybe even you had to be a monk, right? You had to be smart. You had to be educated. You had to probably have some wealth behind you. Jodo, Amida Buddha doesn't care about that stuff, right? Amida Buddha, it's everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. You're special, whatever you are. Okay? So to say you have to do a certain thing, you have to be a certain way, to me, is not Jodo Shinshu. Because someone's not going to be able to do it. And Amida Buddha set things up so that you didn't have to be a certain way. You didn't have to do certain things. Now we do do certain things. We come to temple. We offer incense. Uh, we put our hands together and say, gosh, say, uh, nembutsu, right? Um, we, we do dana. We try and give offering, you know, uh, whether it's money or help, physical effort or whatever, right? Um, so we do do certain stuff, but those aren't the things that, that's not what does it. When I think about my animals that passed away before, um, I've, I've owned at least not owned, I've been um, caretaker slash staff slash slave <laughs> to at least three or four cats um, since I, you know, moved to Oakland or became a minister, right? And I still, I can, I can, I cry when I think about them sometimes, still. Like I said, my dad died 20 years ago, um, December. My mom died 21 years ago. And uh, of course, I'm still attached to them. Of course, I still have feelings for them. That's what Jodo Shinshu is about. Have those feelings, right? Live those feelings. Uh, it's not about trying to cut stuff off. I know some kinds of Buddhism, it's like, don't get angry. Don't have attachments. Overcome this world. That's not Jodo Shinshu. Right? Jodo Shinshu is live your life. But it's not a life of indulgence, of entitlement, of ignorance, like maybe it was before you encountered the Dharma. Right? That we live our life, and yet it's different if we've encountered the Dharma. Things are different. We do learn about stuff like interconnectedness, uh, impermanence, um, the, the three poisons, you know, all these different things. We do learn about those things, and they're important, and they can help us um, how we live our lives. Uh, but it's not that we're supposed to not have anger. We're supposed to not be sad. We're supposed to not be attached. I think that's a misunderstanding. Um, I think we recognize attachment in our life. That's okay. But if we feel like that's a bad thing, yeah, maybe if you want to be a high-level bodhisattva, you're going to cut that stuff off. Maybe. Right? But as a follower of Jodo Shinshu, you don't have to cut that stuff off. Right? We, we do have those attachments. You might want to be aware of it. Right? But part of that awareness is realizing how special these people were how important they were, right? The, these people who've passed, whether it's my parents or grandparents, for you, um, for a Kyo, if you have someone on the list, right? Or when you do Shotsky or when you do a memorial service, first year, third year, I've done 50 year memorial, I've done like three 50 year memorial services, right? We can do these memorials year after year after year. And it's so that we can gather together with our family and remember these people. Even 50 years later, maybe someone still feels sadness. It's okay. 
But at the same time, it's not only the sadness, right? I think the, the feelings grow and grow and change. I think that's one really important thing is that feelings change and that's okay. And I think that if uh, we've, when we encounter the Dharma, um, our feelings change in a really special way, right? That it goes beyond uh, just sadness, right? And, and deepens into something bigger. Um, for like Obon time, I call it joy and gratitude, right? Like the Kangi is another name for the Obon service. Uh, and that Kangi is joy, but it's not happy versus sad, right? It's not the opposite of sadness. It includes sadness. It includes all the different emotions that we feel. And so I think America needs this. Right? I, we're, we're not the only, I, I don't think Buddhism should ever be the only religion. I think that um, that's one of the things that I love about America. It's supposed to be about freedom of religion, right? That you can be any religion you choose. There's one guy out there who's claiming America should be a country of one religion. I guess yesterday he said it, right? America should be a Christian nation with only that religion. Well, how far has it got us, right? If you look at America now as an allegedly Christian country, um, People are so afraid of death. People are so entitled. People are filled with so much hate. Hmm? Uh, and I really feel like um, Joro Shinshu has something really profound to offer. Right? That maybe, yeah, it's actually okay to be angry. It might even be okay to hate. And yet, you got to be willing to see it. You got to be willing to see it in yourself. And you also have to be willing to look at how it's affecting others, right? So like with my pictures, is it just me? No, it's me and others. And so when I get angry, in a way, it's okay, because that's me. When it comes out, it's, it's my karma and my relationship with whoever got me angry. <laughs> I can think of a couple, think of one in particular. But, um, <laughs> you know, and yet, don't indulge in it. Don't feel entitled. We do. Someone really has made me angry in the past, um, past couple of months. And um, it's, it's, it's bubbled over in some of our meetings. It's a temple member. <laughs> and, um, and I'm still, you know, I, I've, I've written an email trying to, trying to, you know, get some kind of conversation going, right? Um, but this anger has shown me, um, A, I still get angry, which is a good thing to know. B, the thing that's getting me angry is I think it's something in them that I see in them that's part of myself. And that's why it really bugs me, <laughs> right? And it's so easy to get angry at them. But then when I look back at myself and realize that is me too, then I'm like, oh, okay. Right? So even more, I'm learning from this person, right? And so the anger, if I, should, if I said, no, don't get angry, must not get angry. It's not going to get me anywhere. Something's going to push the button. <laughs> Something's going to push the button that, that the anger is going to overflow. And if I don't reflect on it and don't learn anything from it, well, you know, it's, it's up to me to, to make that next step. Huh? So, yeah, I think Jodo Shinshu is fascinating. It's not easy because, you know, it, 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 it seems easier. Just be kind and gentle. Be nice to everybody. Don't get angry. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm going to try to be calm and nice. That'd be great if it worked. <laughs> Doesn't work for me. It works sometimes, right? Um, but that wouldn't be me. Um, 
Miyagi Sensei said, Gicho is a difficult job. <laughs> the chairperson of the Minister's Association. And um, it's getting a little easier, actually. I'm, I'm starting to actually kind of enjoy it. Um, and it gives me, you know, an opportunity to see BCA from a different side, right? And see um, how the Buddhist Churches of America works, you know, in a, in a different way. Um, but also sometimes, you know, I think I can be a jerk. You know, I can say things um, in meetings that maybe maybe shouldn't be said. I'm not sure, you know, and, and I say them a lot of the times. And I don't know why, um, but I just, I, I, I'll say stuff and, and kind of push things sometimes. And I realized, you know, in one way, maybe I shouldn't do that. But in another way, maybe I should. Maybe that's what's needed, right? Maybe somebody needs to say something, right? Or we just keep going status quo, just, you know, keep making the same mistakes. So, so I do say stuff in meetings sometimes and, and afterwards sometimes I'm like, ooh, should I really have said that, <laughs> you know? And yet it got something going, right? Got people off out of their chairs to, to start working on this thing that needed to get worked on. And yet I still need to keep that reflective side too, right? It doesn't just mean, okay, full steam ahead, be a jerk all the time, right? Um, it doesn't mean that. Um, and yet it does mean be myself, right? And, uh, trying to reflect when I can, right? And uh, I think that Eitai Kyo, or, you know, those memorial services too. I know every temple is kind of different how much you do, like first year, third year. And at my temple, I think we still do a lot of first and third year, but seventh year is starting to drop off, right? Um, so when I do a 25th year, 33rd year, 50th year, it's pretty cool, right? And I actually think those memorials are great. I, I didn't grow up with those. I didn't grow up Jodo Shinshu or Buddhist even. And so I've had to learn what they're about. And they're about like, kind of like today, being able to gather together as a Sangha, right? maybe with family around you, remembering, expressing our gratitude uh, to those who came before, uh, and also uh, expressing this deep appreciation of the temple, of the Dharma in our lives, right? that allow me to be, you know, the Jodo Shinshu, I feel like it allows me to be Buddhist, be an imperfect Buddhist, huh? I can be Buddhist, even though I'm not that good at it. I'm terrible, to be honest, right? As if, if it means being good, right? If it means not getting angry, getting rid of attachments, then I'm terrible at it. But that's what's great about Jodo Shinshu. That's not what it's about. We recite the name of the Buddha, Namo Amida Butsu. Amida Buddha, Dharmakara Bodhisattva made the vow for me because I'm not a good Buddhist, because I have anger and attachment. That's what the vow is about. Because of all these things, because I'm so imperfect, Namo Amida Butsu, this name. And I feel so fortunate to have encountered the Dharma. I encountered the Dharma thinking back um, like 30 years ago, over 30 years ago in my own life. Um, moved out to Berkeley 25 years ago this year to study it, right? Um, and my life was just changed in ways I can't even conceive of um, by uh, Amida Buddha's wisdom and compassion. And so uh, I want to thank you. I lost track of time, um, but I want to really thank you very much for having me here uh, for your uh, Eitai Kyo service and uh, um, offer these reflections. And why don't we conclude uh, with Gosho? with deep appreciation of the Dharma and with gratitude to our deceased loved ones, 
Let us reflect on our own lives and all our relationships on this occasion of our Eitaikyo service, ensuring the perpetual chanting of the sutras in memorial for our loved ones. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu. Namo Amidabutsu.